Good morning and welcome. I'm Brad Perlin, your host on Vermont Viewpoint here in Waterbury, Vermont. Beautiful morning this morning. I've been coming to the station on uh, days when the weather was not quite so great. Uh, last Monday, the rains came and it wasn't so good. Today, it was beautiful. Driving along the interstate, Camel's Hump had clouds covering it, but the sun from behind was majestic and uh, just so beautiful uh, here in Vermont. Yesterday uh, at the Blue Moon Farm, which is our farm my daughter and I have, I decided about 11 o'clock to let the sheep out to pasture. They hadn't been out for a while because the weather had been so bad. And uh, they were like spring lambs hopping up and down happily, <laughs> running down the road. We went to the pasture. Of course, I put grain down there. So they're, they have this reward to, to head right to the pasture and first come, first serve. Uh, but it was, it was really joyous. And it's a way for me to sort of to check them out, see how their hooves are and if they're healthy looking and, and all of that. So it's our, it's like a wellness visit too to the pasture and, uh, very joyous. Today we've got a, uh, little different show, uh, in terms of it, it's, a holiday show. We're going to be doing a lot of music. I have two very talented musicians, uh, with me, uh, today. Uh, I want to wish everybody a happy holiday. Uh, happy Hanukkah, uh, was, is over now, but, uh, certainly happy Hanukkah. And then, uh, a Merry Christmas too, to, to all of you out there. And we're going to be playing a lot of, uh, music and Christmas songs and, Talking about, uh, family and, uh, gatherings and in the second half hour of the show, I'm going to welcome calls. If you've got some, some, uh, Christmas memories or stories of getting a tree or a favorite meal or, uh, if you're just feeling a little blue and you want to give us a call and talk and we'll be playing, uh, holiday songs along the way as well. So I want to welcome my first guest. I'm so excited to have you back. It's Jess O'Brien. Welcome. Thank you. So Jess, you're, you were with me a couple weeks ago. Uh, you played some music here with us and you also were in a concert at the Highland Center for the Arts, Highland Holiday Concert. Yeah. Uh, I went. It was amazing. Yeah. How, how was it for you? It was, yeah, so beautiful and heartwarming. Um, just a great way to mark the season, and I was really grateful to play in it. And there was there were so many musicians. Can you can you tell us sort of how it was structured and and why it, it was very special in that way? Yeah, yeah, we had a, a nice eclectic group of musicians coming together. I think. There were like nine, eight or nine of us, um, a drum set, a piano, a couple, uh, fiddle, violin, cello, flute, saxophone, guitar, a dobro. Yeah, just kind of like a mini um, orchestra, folk orchestra. Dobro. So I was in the in the seats and I watched the Dobro player and I had no idea what a Dobro was or what he was playing, but it's really great. Yeah, yeah it's like a steel kind of guitar sound. And, yeah. And it's funny, I'm looking at the uh, program uh, poster for the, the concert and you, 
there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine musicians listed, and then it says and others. It's kind of like Gilgan's Island. Yeah. <laughs> they had everybody but Professor and Mary Ann or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was great. Uh, so the tell us more about how how the concert came together and 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 sort of the blending of music. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I can just say that I was sort of um, invited into um, this kind of collective that it, it, they've been playing together um, a lot, and they call themselves the Local Folk Orchestra, which is kind of orchestrated by um, Roy and Mavis McNeil. Um, and so I was kind of just brought into that, and there's that spirit of, like, let's just bring more and more musicians together and see what happens. Um, so, yeah, that was my, my part. And Yeah. And uh, a featured musician, David Mallett, and a uh, bass player, Michael Bird. We've had David Mallett on the show, and, he, in fact, he was on the show that you were on. And he is just this long accomplished songwriter and musician and uh, yeah yeah super yeah talented songwriter um and and his expression and and the collection of work that he has created is yeah so inspiring and quite remarkable and um for listeners who know David Mallet his his I guess you would call it his claim to fame song is the garden song. Yeah. And it starts inch by inch, row by row, and having your garden grow. Yeah. And so this amazing thing happened in the concert. Yes. Can, can you tell us about yeah, that? Yeah. So garden song, you know, such a, really a perfect folk song. Um, and, and kind of that New England vibe too of, of nature and, um, the garden growing and and so um he david mallet was there and he had brought his um, family with him so his daughter and um grandson were there in the in the audience and when he started singing that song you can just hear his the little voice of his grandson soaring over the crowd singing along with him so yeah it was beautiful special and i know a lot of um children have connected with that song as well yeah it was almost like they were in the living room together yes, yeah, exactly <laughs> this, this tiny little voice exactly. comes out yeah. it was so, so it, it really was beautiful so you are um a guitar player um listeners uh jess has a guitar in her lap here so we're going to hear some of her songs and a singer songwriter how did that journey begin for you when did when did you find music find guitar um well i've always always been singing you know old videos of me as a small child singing and and having a a remarkable ability for a small child to remember all the words Mm. of songs um and then I started playing guitar when I was about 12. I remember I saved up money and bought myself guitar and started just playing and learning and I'm performing a little bit, but um, it's the performance piece has really taken off uh, recently, you know, in the last year, really, as the, I guess, the spirit of that has, has finally um, come to me and I'm ready to go out and and 
perform and play for people. And were you uh, self-taught? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. I, I did a little bit of lessons um, for a little while, but my main kind of uh, draw was just being in my room, you know, by myself, learning and expressing. And so it was really a self-expression tool and came pretty naturally. Many of us have um, cats or dogs or stuffed animals, <laughs> but you had a guitar. Yeah. Well, I had all that, too. <laughs> and um, and were you starting to develop your own songs early on as well? I've always, yeah, I've always been um, writing my own songs, though not always... Um, finding them to be of the quality that I w would want. And that's another thing that um, just lately has been clicking in for me is I think tapping deeper in to the source and in doing that, the songs are more authentic and they, and I just enjoy them more. So, yeah. And do you uh, record yourself and listen back and then go, Oh, or go, Oh, <laughs> Well, it's it's a fun process of for me of writing a song and I, and my um, you know voice memos is right filled with um, snippets of songs and ideas and I listen to them a lot when I'm driving around and and I've gotten quite good at being non-judgmental with them as they're in that like raw form and really just trying to tap into the feeling and what what else might want to be expressed and little by little they come into full form yeah that's amazing we're talking with jess o'brien singer songwriter uh, she was part of a concert at the highland center for the arts this is a day where i hope that you are in your living room or your car or out for a walk and uh can feel sort of the peace of, of the week. And, you know, we also recognize that holidays can be hard for people. And uh, we want to, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, so, Jess, uh, before I ask you to play a first song, when in the writing process, are you, do you wake up at three in the morning and, and something's going through your head and you have to turn on a light and jot things down? Or are you in the car and you pull over or are you. <laughs> Not really in the middle of the night, although there is this um, kind of experience of, for me, it's like what feels like an urge, and I can feel like an energy that wants to come through. And so if I if I have the time, maybe I'll, I'll record it into my phone um, or or just sit with it for a while and see see if it wants to show itself. Yeah. And you said you remember things. You remember lyrics. So when you yeah. have those thoughts, they're in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The ones that want to be consecrated seem to seem to be there. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So um, can you play um, something for us? And do you want to give it an introduction? Um, yeah, I'll play a little bit of a song, um, which, you know, I guess was written in a, in a moment, in a moment where you realize that there's happiness <laughs> and just the feeling of that. Nice. I don't lose sleep anymore 
Thank you so much. Thank you. And is this a song that's been with you for a while? It's been about a year. About a year. Yeah. 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 Uh, we are talking with Jess O'Brien, singer-songwriter here in Vermont, and uh, she was part of a uh, concert that was up at the Highland Center. And, and you do a lot of play around is that correct are you are you getting out more and yeah i have been yeah um play with a band uh, called pit crew and we do like soul and motown americana um which is super fun and energizing and then i also do a little bit of the solo acoustic um stuff too and what is the solo acoustic? Is it is it folk? Is there is there a name for what you do? Or is, That's a good is this, <laughs> this is Jess O'Brien. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. You know, it's it's definitely inspired by folk and country and soul and and blues. And so I guess in that sense, it's Americana. Yeah. yeah. And we talked about uh, Dave Mallett's uh, garden song, "Inch by Inch, Row by Row." 
is that part of the transition in, in sort of your musical development? Or are you feeling that you, you change and grow? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and like we talked about that, the sentiment inch by inch, you know, little by little, uh, taking a step and seeing where it, it where, what follows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so where are, if people want to come in and hear you play, are there gigs coming up? That- yeah. So our next, next, uh, gig with pit crew is January 27th at the den, um, at Harry's hardware in Cabot, which is a adorable Vermont <laughs> venue. And I highly recommend coming down. For that. It sounds epic. <laughs> it's epic. Yeah. And you can get there from here. <laughs> you can. Yeah. Uh, well, that'll be exciting. And is there a, any kind of a website or something that people could follow you on as well? I'm, I'm on social media, you know, um, online presence is something I'm building, but you yeah. can absolutely, uh, come follow me on Facebook and Instagram and, yeah, follow the journey. Follow the journey. I think you've got a, a good long journey ahead of you. What? Let's get back to sort of the cathartic part of music. What, what is it for you um, in terms of growing up in Vermont and and how that's been a, you know, what, what has it been for you, the music part? Well, so actually, I grew up in Northern Michigan. Okay. And I've been in Vermont since 2017. Um, and but you know so growing up very much in in the country and and with you know classic country music um no one in my family was particularly um you know musical in in the sense of playing instruments but there was always music on and the love of of music especially country music so mm. it's that's seeped into me pretty deep um and yeah. Um, as I've come, I think to Vermont, it's like, it's almost like something else has unlocked in me and, and, and viewing New England and the, the kind of the more ancient, um, view of, of life, if that makes sense. And it's, it's unlocked something with my songwriting that I'm really excited about. Nice. Uh, Northern Michigan and country music. I'm trying to figure that out, but. (laughs) Well, the Midwest loves country music. Okay. (laughs) And were you near a big lake in Northern Michigan? Oh, yeah. There's big lakes everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Near Lake Michigan and Superior, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we have about three minutes left in this segment. I'm going to hold you over a little bit um, and we'll have one more song yeah. when we come back from the from the 9.30 break. The uh, if, you, if you want, do you want to give us one more quick uh, little thing to sort of bring us to the end of this segment? Well, I have the the little bit of the David Mallet song. Did you want to let's save wait that? wait on that? Do you, is there something else or the, we'll, that's what I have okay. prepared? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll um, after the break, we're gonna I'll keep you here and we'll do that, Great. and uh, that'll get me into my next segment. Um, so the you're on this journey. Uh, do you see this as being something that you know? Are are you trying this? This is a profession. Um, if there's such a thing, sure. I guess there there's the hope that music will keep expanding and and be 
becoming a larger part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we said, inch by inch, row by row. So yeah. let's see what grows. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I kind of find that sometimes when I have to do something, I have less enthusiasm for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. There's an element of diversifying one's life, too, so that so that no one thing has too much pressure. Yeah. And are you meeting a lot of Vermont musicians? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This this past year has been great with that. It's remarkable. And, it, Chris, you come to this WDEV studio and you look at the posters on the wall. This this is a mecca of music for the last 90 years. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it, it's such a good vibe here. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And you're, you'll have posters all over the walls here, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're talking with Jess O'Brien. Uh, it's kind of our holiday music um, show, if you're just joining us. Uh, she's going to do one more song for us before she heads out. And it's a song that she did for us once before and at the concert. It's by Dave Mallett. Hope for one and all. Uh, so thanks for being here and doing this song again. Yeah, my pleasure. If the morning star still disappears behind a sky of blue If people rise and go to work Like they always do As long as young folks fall in love And kids keep growing tall With the earth below and the sky above There is hope for Say a little prayer If the old car 
starts when the wind blows cold Way down in the fall If there's one good spark in the falling dark There is hope for one and all Yes, there's hope for you and me, my friends With our backs against the wall if there's one good spark in the falling dark, there is hope for one and all. That's Jess O'Brien. Uh, singer, songwriter, and uh, big future ahead for you, Jess. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for being with me this morning. I really appreciate Thanks your time, and happy holidays to you. And yeah, you too. We'll have you back. Great. Thank you so much. So we uh, uh, are having a holiday show today, and uh, a little bit later, Elizabeth Von Trapp is going to join me again. She was with me last uh christmas eve and uh it was the the morning show of christmas eve and uh she and her husband ed drove it was a ferocious snowstorm and uh i don't I think they came by car but maybe by dog sled they're not too far away and i came from st albans and while i was doing the show uh with elizabeth at the breaks i was getting all sorts of text messages and the road that I live on in St. Albans, I was told all the power was out. Trees were falling down. It was, it was just one of these ferocious ice storms. I wasn't even sure if I was going to get home after the show. I did get home after the show. I drove sort of under power lines and trees down and all of that. There was no power. Uh, I do have a, a fireplace in my living room of this old, old farmhouse and the uh the with the power out i just did candles in fact i have a couple candles uh here in the, in the studio today it's sort of a reminder and i also have a wind up uh emergency radio so i had the fire going i was in the living room it was about the warmest the only warm place in the house and this wind up uh, emergency radio and i was trying to find a station the and this is one of the importance of radio, I guess, is I find this classical music station and the Philadelphia, uh, Philharmonics is, is playing this amazing song and there, it's this concert that's going for hours, I guess, recorded thing. And it was, it was so amazing. And so I was without power. I was without heat, essentially, except in the living room. I had food that I could heat up on a gas stove. And I had the ambience of music and candlelight. And I was thinking, maybe we don't need power, you know? <laughs> maybe life's okay, at least temporarily. Uh, but that's how my Christmas Eve and power did not come on until late afternoon the next day, but everything was fine. And I know that um, people have worse experiences, uh, but for me, it, it kind of worked out. I'm also reminded of uh, the fact that, you know, 
the, these are holiday times are hard times for for people as well. It's it's there's sort of a build up for joy and uh, we have losses and we have you know we have floods and we have financial problems and we have you know relation problems and all of these things that happen and and one of the things uh, that I'm reminded of I was a justice of the peace for a number of years uh, and I did multiple weddings and probably 50 weddings over a, a series of years. It was quite an honor to, to marry people, to have that, have that honor to be really intimate with, with a couple and get to marry them. And one of the weddings at the beginning of the ceremony, the groom had asked me to welcome the balcony people. And uh, the balcony people were the people who had passed, but still wanted to be part of the ceremony and, and to be present with us there in the group. We were out on, on sort of an island point doing this wedding. And the ambiance of that was just wonderful. And And I've experienced in my own life where I really feel like when we look, you know, sort of up to the sky, so to speak, the balcony people are there, the people that we loved and helped shape our lives were, were, are there. And, and, you know, we don't necessarily, you know, we don't get to put our arms around them, uh, literally, but we can hold hands with them, uh, because they're, they're there, you know, they're around there. So, um, if you're thinking about somebody that has passed, uh, uh, at least this person here thinks that they're with you and they're they're watching you and they're they're putting their arms around you as well. Uh, so we're doing this is Brad Furlan Vermont Viewpoint. We're doing a holiday uh, show today. I'm going to be doing a little bit of uh, Elizabeth von Trapp's music before she joins me at ten. And if you've got uh, a uh, holiday something you want to talk about getting your tree or how things are going, um, something of joy, give us a call, 802-244-1777. Have the phone lines open. We've got about 15 more minutes uh, before Elizabeth joins me. And, uh, you know, we look forward to just uh, – Getting, you know, having good holidays together and, uh, um, one of the themes that, that Elizabeth and I will be talking about is about hope and love and how important that is in life and how it really is, can be, uh, sort of the, I don't know if cure is the right word, but it, it, it can bring us along in such a positive way when we can, when we can get that feel that there is hope, and and I believe that there always is hope. Uh, I was thinking about one uh, Christmas adventure that my son, when my son was five years old, I've been cutting um, my own tree at a tree farm in Fairfield, Vermont. Uh, Gary St. Pierre has been doing this for 30, 40 years, something like that. And... Uh, my son Casey and I went up on, you know, a week before Christmas. It was the worst blizzard in the world. I seem to have a knack for that, I guess. And we make our way out into the meadow and we do the usual, probably a little quicker than normal, of going from tree to tree, giving them an, a 
appraisal and then going back and finally cutting the first tree that we saw that we liked. And I cut the tree and the snow is like above my knees and I'm, I'm grabbed the tree by the trunk and I'm dragging it and I, it's like excessively heavy. I can't even believe it. I think we're never going to make it back to the car. And then I turn around and look, and my son is hitchhiking on the tree. He is just hooked right onto it and having a, a great little sleigh ride on our on our tree. So that was how that Christmas went, and uh, they've all been joyous. I love cutting trees, and uh, I see that uh, a lot of trees are are selling and selling out this year. Uh, so. We will be talking um, with Elizabeth Von Trapp and listening to her music, but I want to uh, play a little bit of the music uh, that uh, of hers before we uh, begin. And I think, Lee, you have uh, queued up in the bleak midwinter. This is from her Christmas song CD.
Welcome back. That's uh, Elizabeth Von Trapp uh, from her Christmas uh, CD. Uh, all of her CDs are available online, I believe, and uh, we'll, we'll ask her more about that. That was In the Bleak Midwinter. Uh, great song and uh, very, very touching. Uh, this is our holiday show today for, for my Vermont viewpoint. And if you want to give a quick call and, uh, you've got a Christmas memory, getting a tree, a favorite meal, you want to remember somebody, give us a call, 802-244-1777. Uh, this is, uh, Vermont viewpoint. The, uh, on our farm, we, uh, I keep thinking we could probably create a nativity scene, uh, with the sheep out in the, out in the pasture and, uh, put bows on them and, and sing. There's only one drawback to the caroling part of my life. And that is that if I sing, people tend to run from the room as quickly as possible. And, uh, it's, it doesn't suggest a good, uh, Christmas spirit, I guess, but maybe it would be the kind of thing where our neighbors can come to the farm and, uh, we gather around the sheep. Uh, sheep farming for us has been, it's my daughter and I, we started from not knowing anything about farming and not knowing anything about sheep and building a pasture, uh, a paddock area, uh, grain. We, my daughter would, uh, measure a piece of wood and I would cut it. We set up cedar posts and, uh, strung wire or wood and cleaned out this whole old barn area in this, uh, farmhouse that we have that hadn't been farming in 50 years and, or, something like that and it was pretty decrepit to clean out but as we as we cleaned it out and shaped it and then got our first three sheep and we had the bedding down and lime to take care of moisture and uh we bought hay and we bought uh clippers and then we actually bred we got a fourth sheep and we bred her and uh had lambing in the spring. It was quite remarkable uh, to uh, have the uh, experience of it, uh, to be real farmers and to uh, have the serenity of the sheep around. And that was what I was first attracted. I never in my wildest dream thought that I would be a sheep farmer. 
but watching them in the pasture when they when they eat and then they they chew their cud and they they relax and they move about with this serenity that's just quite amazing and uh we get to run them down to the pasture so to speak we put grain out and they go about a quarter of a mile they'll go right into the area where we want them they get their grain and they graze for the day and i guess you know i i feel like sheep are sort of part of the ambiance of of maybe what you know we hope for the serenity of of holidays and it brings us back to something that was uh very basic but very beautiful so we're uh we're really grateful for that part of our lives and uh that we get to uh do the whole cycle of uh birth and little lambs and watching them grow and uh what what it does uh for our lives so it's it's very special this is Vermont Viewpoint. It's WDEV. Uh, we are going to be, uh, I have Elizabeth Von Trapp, uh, joining me, uh, at the top of the hour and, uh, we'll be walking down, uh, memory lane a little bit. Uh, today is her father's birthday and, uh, we'll be back right after this. 